thank you for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. With your host, Dapper Data. Hello everyone, you are listening to the Data Is My Science podcast once again. This is season one, episode five, and this is the show that makes data your passion. With your host, Dapper Data, today we're going to discuss, we're going to do something a little bit different, right? Usually I have a topic such as programming or data visualization, and that really caters towards a lot of those people that you know, that are really deep into data science, maybe interested in data science a little bit, something like that. But this time, I'm going to discuss me and my trip that I just took to Ghana. That's right, Ghana. All right. And Ghana is a country within the continent of Africa. And I'm going to talk about why I went there. I am going to talk a little bit about some cool data facts about uh, Ghana in comparison to the U.S. and uh, talk about data science in Ghana as well and and with uh, my usual dope data um, nugget or gem of the day. Uh, so just to get started, you know, so why Ghana? Why did I go to Ghana? All right, so about two years ago, I decided with about two two of my buddies to invest in a restaurant in Ghana specifically within Africa and it was really because uh, one of my buddies who's the godfather of my oldest son he is native Ghanaian and then my other buddy he's native Nigerian and what I did was I traced my roots back through AfricanAncestry.com. So shout out to Gina Page over there. Um, she uh, was able to help me trace my roots back on both my mom's side and my dad's side. My mom's side was uh, split between Cameroon and Gabon, uh, but my dad's side was, was 100% Ghanaian and uh, specifically the Akan tribe. Uh, which is uh, one of the uh, most uh, popular or known tribes within Ghana. Now, it was, it was amazing to see that and um, uh, firsthand, right? And so um, I've always wanted to um, feel like I had a purpose of giving and helping out others. And so, yeah, I, we, we've tried to do several businesses, me and my buddies, we've tried to do several businesses in the past, and uh, one being investing in IT business, maybe doing some contracts and things like that for the federal government. Um, I've done my own uh, business as well, where I've done some IT contracting to uh, corporate uh, small businesses 
And uh, this was something a little bit different. So we wanted to invest in something where there was a wealth of resources already. And, and me in particular, I wanted to give back to my community and culture and help grow the economy uh, within Africa. Uh, so I said, well, why not do something with Ghana as we all had some type of trace back to, uh, to Ghana or Nigeria. So we decided to invest in Ghana because that was one of the uh, number one places to do business in West Africa. If not, I think it is the, the number one place to do business in West Africa right now. So it was, it was pretty good, uh, definitely investing in that. We knew a lot of people. Uh, I would say probably about 80% of my close friends are either uh, native Ghanaian or, or Nigerian. Um, which is, which is great. So, uh, we, and I don't know if you know right now in, in 2019, uh, they are doing the year of return. So shout out to Diallo, who, uh, is the, uh, the, the African, um, uh, tourist ambassador, uh, representing, um, for Ghana. So he started um, or was heavily involved in uh, this concept called the Year of the Return, and it's specifically catered towards Ghana, but it is an initiative of the government of Ghana that is intended to encourage uh, African diasporans to, to come to Africa. And like I said, specifically Ghana, uh, really to settle and invest in the continent itself. And... And this is something that is really, really making headway. Uh, 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 they're having a lot of events going on. Uh, they just had a lot of events going on in, in December. A lot of parties. A lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, they had a TED talk out there. Um, they had the um, yeah. They had they had a lot of events going on specifically uh, catered towards the year of the return um, concept for Ghana. So. That's a little bit of history, and the restaurant is called the Cove 117, so you can follow us on Instagram, that's the Cove, C-O-V-E, uh, 117, and the 117 concept came from, uh, that, that, was, that was the apartment number that me and my buddies had when we, when we went to college. Um, so another thing that they're having, uh, I forgot to mention, they have uh, the African, um, they have Afrochella that just occurred out there in, in Ghana, similar concept to Coachella that's, that goes on. I think it's Coachella. I don't know. Sorry if I'm wrong about that, but that, that, that they have in, um, in the U S in California, uh, every year. So it was, it, it, it's been a pretty good year, uh, 2019. We're going to 2020 carrying over the year of the return. Um, to really get people, again, to settle and invest in the continent of Africa itself, but specifically the country Ghana. Um, so <clears throat> while I was out there, well, typically if I go out there, I'm really invested in the restaurant. I like to check some things out, uh, do a little bit of tourism stuff, but I really like to hang out with the locals. I really like to, um, you know, uh, um, um, get to understand the culture a lot more. And 
Uh, this time when I went out there, I did a little bit more data analysis work. As you know, I'm doing my doctorate in data science. And so I was trying to tie the two a little bit, uh, really figure out a comparison between uh, Ghana and the U.S. specifically. And uh, I did find out, which I mean, it is it's probably well known that that the U.S. is roughly about two times more expensive than Ghana. Uh, but specifically with restaurants and groceries and uh, just cost of living in general, like transportation, uh, housing and child care. I did a little bit more research to to get some data there. And what I found out was that Ghana is about 54 0.6% less expensive for restaurants than the U.S. And if you get specific uh, meals, right, if I did a dollar to dollar ratio uh, comparison, uh, because in, in, in Ghana, the uh, currency is called CEDIS, which is uh, C-E-D-I-S. But if I did a dollar to dollar comparison, meals at restaurants in the U.S. are typically you know, average meal, maybe $13.54. That's equivalent to $3.34 in Ghana. Or a bottle of water that is about $1.33 $1 in the U.S. is about $0.36 cents in Ghana. Uh, groceries are about 36.9% less expensive in Ghana than it is in the U.S. So I would love to go grocery shopping in, uh, out there. Uh, also because they have the nice organic food um, and, and it just tastes, just tastes better, right? Uh, so bread in the U.S. being about $2.58 is typically about $0.84 cent in Ghana. And the average fruits, right, those, those good, organic, homegrown, tasty fruits that they have in Ghana, that average is about $0.88, cents. whereas in the U.S., all right, a lot of the processed fruits and all that stuff that averages about a dollar and eighty-six cents. Uh, the interesting thing I found out was that milk is actually more expensive, and gas is more expensive in Ghana than it is in the U.S. So for milk, average milk in the U.S. being about three dollars and eighty-four cent is about five dollars and eighty-four cent, and 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 um in Ghana and gas in the US maybe ranging around $2.74 may be equivalent to $3.36 in Ghana. And from doing a little bit more research is trying to figure out why some things are actually more expensive in Ghana when majority of it is not. Uh, if you really think about it, the cost of living is generally higher in richer places. So yeah, we, I would question why you have some of these resources that are more expensive. And what happens is they distinguished uh, between goods that can be traded internationally and uh, services that can be traded inter internationally, uh, like, uh, like hairdressing or something that cannot. So uh, if it can be traded internationally, you know, it might be more expensive or something like that. Uh, same thing with services as well. Um, now you have cars in the U.S. that may range about twenty-one thousand. A Volkswagen, right? That—that's uh, what they you you typically find a lot of Volkswagens, Volkswagens in Ghana. So the average Volkswagen being twenty-one 
21,000 in the U.S. is about 12,000 in, in, in Ghana. And an Uber or taxi is definitely more expensive in the U.S. Uh, taxis range in about $17.34. That's equivalent to $8.35 in Ghana. As far as housing, right, just to give a, uh, a, a story behind this, uh, Peter Mensa, my, uh, my partner and the godfather of my oldest son, he purchased a house in Ghana that was about eight bedrooms, beautiful land, nice backyard, um, very spacious, uh, about three levels to the house. Um, stainless steel kitchen, uh, cemented uh, and brick house, uh, have a beautiful driveway, gated area surrounded it. And that was roughly about $150,000 uh, versus that same house would probably be about a million dollars plus in the U.S. So that gives you a, a rough estimate about housing. And and if I when I did a comparison on the average one bed apartment outside of the city area in the U.S. is about nine hundred and sixty three to a thousand dollars a month, where the the rent for an apartment in um, in Ghana uh, similar one bedroom outside of the U.S. would be about one hundred and fifteen dollars a month and childcare. Oh my goodness! So. With me having two children, I understand childcare is uh, very, can be very um, stressful, right? <laughs> Just the cost alone in the U.S. Now, in Ghana, it's recommended if you want quality um, um, childcare, then you probably would want to put your child in a private school. So I did a comparison of private schools in Ghana versus the U.S. Now, private schools in Ghana, a private preschool is typically um, $228 a month versus a private preschool in the U.S. being about $827 a month. And uh, for middle schools, a year, per year, uh, the middle school may range about $16,711 in the U.S., whereas in Ghana, it's about $2,691. So that's pretty interesting, some cool data about that, uh, a good comparison between what uh, the cost of living in Ghana versus the cost of living in the U.S., um, and and what I would what else I did well another thing I did was really look at some things like obesity or taxes or healthcare uh, in comparison to the U.S. as well. So if you lived in Ghana instead of the U.S., uh, you would be more likely to be less obese uh, by about sixty nine point nine percent. The average U.S. adult is 36 is, is uh, in the U.S. The average in the U.S. is about 36% adults are obese versus in Ghana, about 10.9%. Uh, so, yeah, I think that really boils down to uh, the organic foods that they have. Uh, they do, 
they do yeah, they they drink and they drink alcohol in in Ghana, but you typically see a lot of non-alcoholic drinks, uh, not so much sugar, and there's a lot of organic, uh, freshly squeezed fruits and juices. Um, and as far as taxes, oh my goodness, so you spend about 36.9% less in taxes in Ghana than you do in the U.S. Now, I don't know about you, but I hate taxes. I mean, tax time, it's, it's, it's January now, tax time is coming up. And that right there alone just stresses me out just thinking about the word tax. Even if you don't, even if you know that you will not owe taxes, it's something in the back of your mind, right? Just something, a small little inkling of a thought that comes in that says, what if you owe? Just what if? What if you owe tax? <laughs> what if you owe, owe the government something, you know? Um, so uh, good luck to everybody during tax time. I just want to... Uh, give that shout out um, and and please don't stress yourself out uh, if you can you know but even though I tell myself that I still stress myself out about tax time so anyways healthcare, right so in Ghana in Africa as a whole but in Ghana uh, specifically uh, if you talk to um, a lot of the um, so healthcare is about 78.9 percent less expensive in Ghana than it is in the U.S. Now, in the U.S., you find a lot of, uh, they just want to throw a pill at you. They always want to throw medicine at you and things like that. Now, in, in Ghana, they focus in a lot on uh, holistic and, um, and natural health remedies um, before, they, they, before they will practice uh, using medicine and things like that. So, uh, of course, one of the downsides being uh, cost of living is cheap, but you also get paid less if you are working in Ghana. Uh, so it may be equivalent to being in the U.S. and not getting that much money either. Um, so, uh, but if you do live in the U.S. and you would like to invest in Ghana, uh, then it's uh, then it's a great opportunity for you and you have the advantage to be able to go out there and invest and help build the economy up in Ghana. So uh, so I did a little bit more research on data science in Ghana as well. And an effort to really build a better Ghana and Africa as a whole, the majority of organizations are starting to do things that we have already been doing, which is digitizing their businesses. Uh, because they're producing a ridiculous amount of data that they can't even keep up with. So customers, like uh, restaurants and, 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 um, and banks and, and any of those organizations out there that are making a big impact in Ghana, they now want to access you know, statements remotely in the comfort of their homes and they want to keep up with the latest trends and they want to be able to... Um, to 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 uh, to they want to be able to take in some of the data that's already out there in their environment and help make their business better. And they expect doctors to clerk them without the use of folders. And they want to be able to predict when to uh, to cash in on those like cryptocurrencies. Right. So they're they're doing those things now. They're starting to really think about those things now where we. And the U.S. have already been thinking about that. 
And so data science is big. Data science is really, really needed in the environment. And uh, these many requirements that the customers are having make it impossible to do traditional businesses and to operate as a traditional business without data science now. So the need for data science will really shift the businesses to realize the value in evaluating their own data and using uh, that public domain data. Because there's a lot of data out there that's not even related to their own business that they can use to enhance their business. And I truly believe that companies in Ghana are starting to wonder how can they gain a competitive advantage over their other companies that are um, in the same arena as them. And it's imperative to invest in data scientists who can make or improve decisions with, um, with some of the data-driven evidence that they're getting in their environment. Uh, this will improve the value that is uh, derived from an, for an, or, from an organization's uh, data to, to identify new opportunities or empower the workers with the right data to make better decisions and better target the right audience to their organizations to personalize products and services and things like that. So in my eyes, data science is really becoming um, a new thing in Ghana, but it is really going to help the businesses boom uh, bigger than they already are. So uh, after doing some research, I took it upon myself to really capture some of the links and, and maybe the Twitter fees that that are, are, are good, good avenues for people who are interested in data science within Ghana. Uh, I, I took it upon myself to really capture that so that I can provide the information to you. So if you're looking for uh, some data on a business or the city, uh, like Accra in Ghana, or the educational system, or energy, elections, finance, health, uh, land mapping or surveying any of that stuff then they have a website that is called the Ghana Open Data Initiative uh, pretty cool site it gives you all kinds of data on that so you can download it you can do uh, merging filtering you know come up with your own analysis of it do some visualizations on it whatever you choose right to help you get a better idea of what you're looking for, answer some, or answer some of the questions that you may have uh, related to uh, some of the, uh, to the economy uh, within Ghana. And the website is data.gov.gh. So that's data.gov.gh for Ghana. Uh, there's also another site out there that uh, data enthusiasts such as myself used to explore new ways to solve Africa's problems. And specifically in Ghana, uh, the website is called datasciencegana.org. And community, this community really gets together to brainstorm on case studies. And these case studies involve things like machine learning or data science, uh, artificial intelligence, deep learning, statistics, uh, where most organizations, companies, and individuals today are using these technologies, and and they're just really there to to help out. So it's a community of people who just want to help out, and uh, and and a lot of and the thing is, a lot of these companies don't really know 
that they are using these technologies already, right? Like the machine learning or deep learning or deep uh, machine learning or like deep learning or artificial intelligence. Uh, they may or may not know that they're using these technologies or that they're capturing data where they can use these technologies to help advance their businesses. So that's what this community is about. And again, that's datasciencegana.org. And lastly, I follow a Twitter feed called Data Science GH. That's Data Science GH. So they keep you up to speed on all the cool data science stuff and all the cool data facts that's going on in Ghana. Right. And it doesn't matter the category, but it keeps you up to speed. So some good, good uh, Twitter feeds to follow um, if you're interested in learning more about what's going on in data uh, in Ghana from a data perspective. So I just want to end, as usual, with this dope data gem or data nugget of the day. And I just want everybody to know that data is only valuable when it is being used to solve a problem or create opportunities for people. And that's what we need to start looking at when we are using data for organizations. You know, how can we create better opportunities for people and these organizations out here in the world and in Africa or Ghana specifically. Um, but if we're looking at Africa as a whole, it's a beautiful place to start to use data to create better opportunities for the people that are there and help grow the economy within Ghana. And that's what I'm trying to do by investing in the restaurant and other opportunities that are out there in Ghana. And uh, this is definitely the year of the return. So I just hope that everybody else kind of try to, tries to follow suit, you know, and invest in something um, like that. Uh, but thank you again for listening to the Data Is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion. And I am your host, Dapper Data. Please follow me on Dapper underscore data. I'm on IG, I'm on Twitter, on Facebook under the same name, Dapper underscore data, uh, hashtag Dapper Data. Um, and thank you again. And as I say in, in, in Chui, the Ghanaian native language, Madasi. That means thank you. So I'm out. I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Data is My Science podcast, the show that makes data your passion with your host, Dapper Data. Shit, it is.